what's up everybody it's dan greer with leading from the middle of the pack and today we're going to be talking all about like pitching and preparing and doing your presentation and like all that good stuff because you know we all present every single day whether you believe it or not you're all presenting at one point or another but we don't always all have to have like a powerpoint of presentation ready to go and so uh <clears throat> part kind of where this stems from is like i just got back from a, a really quick turnaround trip up to denver i flew up to denver tuesday night and then I flew back home last night, got home at, at like, I don't know, flight got delayed, all that good stuff. Didn't fly myself because there was supposed to be a bunch of weather. And I'm glad I didn't fly myself because there was a bunch of weather. But anyways, um, got home late last night. It was like, uh, I don't know, 11 o'clock when I rolled in the house or something like that after driving home from the airport. So um, just just like touching base because I went to a pitch academy. And then after like spending some time there and listening to what they had to say, I was like, man, these guys did a good job. But like, they don't, they don't have the energy that you need to really present and like get people to remember it to make it memorable. So we're gonna be talking all about like how to, how to make your presentations memorable and how to make people remember you, which is huge in everything that you do. So cube theme song, we'll be right back. The big question is this, how are leaders like us who aren't necessarily in a management position, who go out and get our hands dirty, who are ready to answer their calling from God to lead, who are driven to learn and grow gain the trust and respect of those around us to actually be heard while not coming across as an authoritative prick? These are the questions, and this is the podcast that will give you the answers. Hi, my name is Dan Greer, and welcome to Leading from the Middle of the Pack. Awesome! So glad you guys are still here. Well, today, that I just want to dive really deep into like presentations and being memorable in a presentation because there's a couple things that like stand out in my mind whenever you're memorable in a presentation the first thing is is like it is like if i sit here and i got my hands in my pockets and i'm i'm kind of i'm kind of slumped over right and and i don't look up i'm gonna not this is gonna be really hard but i'm not gonna look up for a second um can you Am, am I going to be a good presenter like this? Or am I going to be memorable? No, like not at all, right? Like I'm sitting there, be, I, I might be memorable as a, as a frump, right? As somebody who's grumpy, but I'm not going to be memorable as somebody you're like, oh man, dude, I want to be with that guy. I want to work with that guy. I want to be around him. You're not going to draw the right energy to you. So like the big thing with presenting is, is, is you need to be able to draw people. You need to give people something to come into with your energy, with the energy level that you have. Now, if you come out and you're like, yeah, this is so awesome. Ah! Nobody's going to want to be around that either. Right? Because like you, you might like get them excited for a second, but they're gonna be like, oh my gosh, this guy's going to wear me out. I don't want to be around him. <laughs> I'm going to be exhausted by like noon, right? Just because of the amount of energy that he has or she has, right? And so you've got, you've got to figure out where that energy level lies whenever you do your presentations, whenever you're presenting. And like, think about it. You're like, you might be going, Dan, I never present. I never present. Well, the truth is you present all day, every day. Because every time you present yourself to somebody else, you present. If you're a leader, which is hopefully why you're listening to this podcast or you want to aspire to be a leader, if you're not already one, you probably are. You just don't realize it, right? Another podcast. Not right now. We're not going to chase that squirrel. But like... If, if you're in a leadership position, if you're in a leadership role, then you're already presenting. Every time you talk to somebody on the phone, every time you see them in person, if you're in sales, you're presenting every single time that you talk to somebody. You guys getting this? Like you're presenting all day long. 
I, I got I got I got a good one. My wife says, Dan, I never present. You know, my queen, my Jenna, she's absolutely awesome, right? My Jenna. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's she, <laughs> there's no ownership. I don't own her. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> she's my queen, right? I treat her like a queen. Anyways, she's like, Dan, I never talked to anybody. I was like, Yeah, you do. You talk to me and you talk to the dogs and you talk to other people. She's like, and, and I said, and you talk to the, and the kids when they get home. So like you're presenting all the time. You just don't realize it. You get a little bit more downtime from, cause you work alone a lot. Like some of us do, like I work alone a lot. I'm also out on the road a lot, but I'm also alone a lot. Right. And so, but, but like the key is, is when you present, when you get in front of people, when you get the opportunity to meet somebody, you need to make it memorable and in a good way, not in like a, Oh my gosh, this person has way too much energy or, Oh my God, I don't want to be around this person or, Oh I don't think I want to do business with these people or, oh, man, they're a little bit too, you know, uh, they're just going to push me into doing stuff I don't want to do type of thing. So you want to make sure that you got the right energy level. And so how do you find that right energy level? What's different for all of us, right? And and, and a lot of it is, is like commanding presence whenever whenever you're doing a presentation, whenever you're presenting to anybody. And, and by commanding presence that, you know, this is part of energy. Okay. So we're going to talk about this for a second. When you command Presence, you don't come in, you go, I am the king. Listen to me or bow down. No, that's not what it is, right? You don't you don't walk up and command presence. I always do like the cop with the thumb in his in his Kevlar jacket, bulletproof vest. I was trying to come up with those words, it just eluded me. You know why I pulled you over today? That's that's not <laughs> that's not confidence, that's cockiness, right? You don't own the room at that point. You feel like the room deserves to have you there like the room is better because you're in it and that's not what you want you have to show up with confidence you got to own the room and what i mean by that is like you have to be there and you have to be confident in what you're saying because if you're not confident okay so we just remember what cockiness is right cockiness is that bow down or i will smite you type crap but then there's the other one and a lot of people do this they walk into the room and they go Hi, my name's Dan, and uh, I'm here to present to you, and we're going to be talking about this. What? You probably didn't even hear what I just said, right? And my head was down, and I was looking down, and I was looking at the floor, and I was really quiet, and I was reserved. Like, that's not commanding presence either. That's not that's not having presence in the room for energy. Does that make sense? Are you guys getting this? Like, you've got to have energy. You've got to have presence, but, like, they all kind of go together. Right? So if you're in a sales, if, like, let's say, let's say that I'm trying to sell something. I don't know. I love selling dot docs. Best software in the world. If you're in trucks in your business, you definitely need the software, right? So like, I love selling this and I have confidence about this. I have confidence about my product. I have confidence about what I'm talking about. I don't walk in and I go, oh yeah, you know, um, well, uh, geez, I don't know what to say. No, I don't, I don't do that at all. Right? Like I walk in and I go, yeah, this is dot docs. This is what it does. This is how it can help you. And, and I don't walk in and be like, huh. There's nothing else in the world like this. Well, even though there's not, right? Like, there's stuff that's similar to it, but nothing that does everything that Dot Docs does, right? And so you're sitting there, and, I, and like, I'm not going to walk in and be ultra cocky, be like, huh, I don't need you to use this. I don't, right? Like, that's that's not, that comes with that humility, which all, all kind of goes together into presence, okay, for a presentation. And so one of the things that I noticed yesterday was, was that this, the first presenter that got up, he's an older guy probably really, really good. And, and I, he presented really well for a presentation. 
right? He got there, he had a slideshow out, he did his slide deck, he was going through it all. And he said, um, a lot. And then he, he didn't do a really great job of like bringing a ton of energy to the room. And you could tell that he had been doing this for so long that his passion had kind of simmered out, right? He, it's, it's, it's not fresh to him anymore. He was like, oh, we're doing two of these today. Oh, yeah, we do so many of these. Like his bragging points were like, we do so many of these. Great. Do you still love it? Do you still have passion for it? Are you still excited about it? Because guess what? If I'm trying to sell lumber and I'm not excited about selling lumber, I'm in the wrong business. I should be excited about my product. I should be passionate about what I'm presenting on. And I'll tell you what, like for me, I get up and I do reasonable suspicion classes. And this is why we're not doing more live ones for a little while is because it, it is a friggin' joke. I get up and I'm like, this material is lame. I, I, I'm good at presenting and I'm good at keeping people enthralled. I'm good at answering questions. But I don't have the passion to teach it like I do other things. Does that mean that I can't teach it? No. But as a presenter, I've got to psych myself up in order to teach that program because it's like, it's like not worth my time. You know, like that's the, that's the thought that comes into this is like, is this worth my time? And I've got to get rid of that thought. And I got to be like, yes, I'm going to deliver for no matter who's here. And where there's one person, where there's 50 people, where there's 500 people, I'm going to deliver this to the best of my ability. And I think that that's what happens a lot of times with presenters is, is like they, they get in there and they've done something so many times they're on autopilot. And when you're on autopilot, it's while it's good, your energy goes down because what happens? Think, think about this. Think about this. The first time you ever drove a car, put yourself back in that position. The first time you ever drove a car, the first time you did something that was brand new, what happened? You paid attention to everything. You had two hands on the wheel. You're, you're watching the throttle. You're checking your mirrors. You're scared to death, right? You're really paying attention. After you've been driving for 10 years, what happens? Oh, just radio. Play with the AC. Oh, roll my window down. Yeah, nobody has manual windows anymore. <laughs> But you know what I mean, right? Like, my point is, is, is the more you do something, the more relaxed you get doing it. And as a presenter, as a presenter, you've got to hype yourself up. You know what Tony Robbins does before he goes out? He's got, you know, like, he has a team bring him this little trampoline. And he gets it, he jumps on that trampoline, and he gets himself going. He changes his physiology, right? And he jumps on that trampoline for a couple minutes. Then he goes out, and he's got energy. And he's doing this, and he's getting people pepped up because they're excited because he's excited, but he's not like off the wall doing crazy crap. He's, he's the perfect level of excitement for almost everybody in the room. I guarantee there's somebody's like, holy cow, this guy's got too much energy. And there's somebody like, oh my gosh, they need to pep it up some more. This guy's lame. Actually, I don't know if anybody ever say that about him, but I'm sure you could. And I don't want to hear a bunch of messages on it. So... <laughs> My point is, is like, as you go through all this, getting ready to present, you've got to get yourself excited to present. And so if you're getting ready to make a sale, if you're getting ready to go out and talk to employees, pep yourself up, right? Get yourself a little pep talk, man, I'm going to kill it. I'm going to do good. This is going to be great. And then you can move forward with it. So the other thing that I want to talk about is this, is like most people, whenever they present, when you present yourselves, a lot of it's how you stand. Did you notice how, how every time that I told you or talked about something that, that was a little bit downcast? My entire body shifted in physiology down. My head went down, right? My shoulders slumped over. My voice got lower. 
When I, lock, when I lacked confidence, that's what happens. When I have confidence, I'm standing up straight. And when I'm cocky, what happens when you're cocky? Your chest bows out. The voice gets a little deeper. You get that cocky sway, right? There's a difference between cockiness and confidence, okay? So when you're presenting, you want to make sure you're not cocky. Don't go out there with your chest out, right? Don't go out there with like this, tone of authority, okay? Author authority, like you've got to have authority of the room, but not like whips and chains authority, but like authority of that you know what you're talking about. That's how you command presence in the room. If I walk out with my head down, I'm not going to command that presence. I'm not going to have the right energy. They're not going to listen to me very well. They're going to, they might be feeling bad for me, but what's going through their mind when I talk to them is not actually what's coming out of my mouth. Does that make sense? When you get up on stage, when you go to do a presentation, when you get in front of somebody, it's not just simply like going, go, I've done it so many times. And it's, and it's not walking out like, oh, I've never done this before. I'm so scared. Oh, right. You've got to have that confidence. You got to walk out and you got to own the room. That's what sets me apart from so many different people is like, I can walk out and I can do a presentation that I've never, ever, ever seen before. As long as I have the title of it, I know what's going to happen throughout it. And what I mean by what's going to happen is like, I don't need to see each slide. I just need to know what the purpose of the presentation is and I can present on it guaranteed that you can give me a presentation on electrical safety and I can do it and I can kill it and I can keep people involved in it. And that's not cockiness. That's confidence. Do you see the difference? Cockiness is going to go, I don't even need no title of the slide is. I'm just going to make shit up. I mean, I didn't say, I'm going to make stuff up. Right? That's cockiness. Confidence is I know I can keep you involved because I'm reading the audience. I know my skills. I know how to bring energy to the room. I know how to command presence with authority without coming across as cocky. I know that I'm not going to walk out and be like, oh, well, I've never seen this presentation before, so let's just do our best, right? It's not going to be what I do. So when you present... When you present anything, you need to have confidence. That's the key. That's the key to presenting is confidence. Okay. The other thing that I want to do is I want you to make, I want to make you aware of some of your habits and I want you to start fighting these habits right now. So many people go, um, um is a filler for stupidity. I'm going to say that one more time. Um is a filler for stupidity. Now I use the word, um, so I am stupid. My point is, is that when you say, um, it says you don't know what you're talking about. You are better off to pause and have awkward silence than you are to say, um. The reason people say, um, is because they're trying to fill that silence. And what happens is, is every time you say it, you lose validity. People stop believing in you. I watched one presentation where this person got, and this was not yesterday, actually, yes, well, I could have counted the guys yesterday. The first guy I got that's been there for a while that's done this presentation so many freaking times said, um, like, I don't know, 40 or 50 times in a couple hours. And, and it got worse the further he went on because he got more out of his element. And you could tell, like, he, he did the cardinal sin of, of what not to do. He goes, well, um, I just merged these two presentations together. So, um, 
it's going to be a little bit rocky here because um, I've never seen these together and um, we may have some problems with like what's going on with technology. So um, just like um, hang with us. So you heard that. Now I want you to hear this. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to re-deliver it in a different way with a little bit different tone. Okay. I just merged these two presentations together. And so they're not going to be exactly perfect, but we're just going to roll with it. You guys cool with rolling with it? Do you see how I got rid of the ums? I used silence to figure out what I was going to say, but not a ton of silence. There wasn't blank moments of silence. If, if I did silence right now and you're listening to this and not watching it, you'd be like, is it on? Did I lose it? What happened? <laughs> so you've got to be cautious with how much silence you use to think about what's coming next. So you got to get quick at thinking on your feet. And you got to get rid of the word um. Um needs to like dissipate from your vocabulary. It just needs to go away. The word um is, is a filler, okay? So don't be afraid of awkward silence. As long as it's not like minutes of awkward silence. <laughs> the other thing is, is like, like your demeanor when you present is huge. If I walk in, like I said, with authority and cockiness to any presentation, to any meeting, what's going to happen? People are going to be like, this dude's a prick. I'm not going to listen to him. What's he got to say? I'm not going to listen to her. She's a, you know, not a very nice lady. I don't like the way they handle themselves. And, and you're going to give them a portrayal of yourself. You want to come across as humble. You want to come across as somebody who's knowledgeable, somebody who knows what they're talking about, but doesn't necessarily need to have the room acknowledge that they're smart, but wants to share that information with them. Somebody who's sharing, not somebody who's selling, not somebody who's preaching, but somebody who's teaching. There's a difference. People don't want to be preached to. They want to be taught. So in each of your presentations, you need to teach them. All right. Now, I got one more thing. If you're doing a presentation that deals with a slideshow, so you got a slide deck. Yeah, that's what they call PowerPoints now in today's world is a slide deck because there's lots of different presentation modes you can use like Keynote and, and, and there's another one that Adobe has and then there's PowerPoint and then there's Google Slides and there's a whole bunch. Okay, so <laughs> if you're, if you're trying to, um, there's that, um, did you hear it? I just let it slip. If you're trying to present with a presentation, you want to make sure that it's not like filled up all the way. One of the worst things that I've ever seen in a presentation is one that has words upon words upon words upon words upon words for every single slide. You look at a slide and it's just full of content. And then what happens? You try to talk. And you know what happens to the people? They're torn. Do I listen? Do I read? Do I listen? Do I read? And so they don't hear you and they don't see what your presentation's about. When you do a slide, it needs to be like that. That's an actual slide. Do you see that? Do you see that screen behind me? That's an actual slide. Do you see how many words it's got on it? Three, right? Not 50, not 500. I'm not trying to cram as much information as I can on there. I'm trying to cram little bits on there, little pieces of it. And, and so what I want to do, what I want to do is I actually want to give you guys this awesome tool to use. And I'm going to, what I'm going to do is I'm going to spin it off into another video. So you're gonna have to watch this so that you can actually see it. Maybe not this one, but the next one. Okay. So I'm going to spin it off into a video and, and keep your eyes out for it. Look for it because it's going to come because I'm actually going to do my pitch 
in a video and record it for you so you can see it and you can see how I talk and you can see the way I carry myself and you can see the presentation and you can see it all. And I'm gonna I'm gonna do it as a pitch so that you can see it. And so you can see everything about the presentation. Now, if you've ever been to one of my live events, you know the energy in the room is through the roof, right? We do a great job of getting the energy up. And it's hard. It's hard to keep the energy up. And the smaller the event, the harder it is. If you've got a bit of 5,000 people, it's really easy to keep the energy up because you play music and you got lights and you got fun stuff and you got you know an MC coming out to, to introduce you and they're doing fun stuff like and they got something crazy like this one MC I know he he wears crazy socks and so every day he's gonna come out and he's gonna show you his socks and you can you can bet on it that's what he does and it works it gets people to tie to him. And it's kind of unique. It's not as unique as it used to be, but it's still kind of unique, right? And then he also teaches a little bit before he does, he doesn't just come out and go like, yeah, the next guy up is uh, Dan Greer and uh, welcome to the stage, Dan. That's lame. That's lame. No, he comes up, he gives you an introduction. He says who you are. He teaches a little bit about what you're going to teach. He gets you in the right mindset to learn. And then, so he pre-frames it, he pre-frames it with his presentation, the MC is a presenter, he pre-frames it with his presentation as to what you're going to learn, and he gets you excited about learning. But he gets your attention with something crazy like his socks, or like walking out in the crowd and dancing, or inviting people up on stage to dance, or whatever, right? Like, he gets you pre-framed in the right mode, and that's what an MC does, and that's what a good appointment setter does as well. We're, we're tying all this back into business, even though live events are business, right? If you're an appointment center, if you're somebody who's a gatekeeper, if you're a receptionist, you need to be pre-framing the people before they go to sales. Did you get that? No matter what position you're in, you need to be pre-framing the customer for sales. Treating them nice, showing them respect. That's pre-framing how they're going to be treated as a customer. Giving them a free bottle of water, offering them a soda. Crazy crap like that makes a huge, huge difference, huge difference in the success or failure of whether the sale happens or not. Whether they take your advice or not as a leader, the pre-frame is huge. And so if you've got somebody that's introducing you to the crowd and they go, oh yeah, this is Dan Greer, he's this so-and-so and he's got these things and these things and these things and this is what he does and this is where he goes. It helps, it helps to pre-frame it. But it's not gonna be the same as if they come out and they teach a micro lesson on what you're gonna teach. And so like when somebody walks into your door and you're the person at the front counter and the first thing you do is, hey, there's some magazines over there. Can I get you something to drink? And who are you here to see? Do you notice the pre-frame difference? Oh, yeah. Who are you here to see? Yep. Let me go get them. Help yourself to a water. It's over there in that fridge. Or comparative to, uh, uh, who are you here to see? Oh, okay. Let me see if I can find them. Hold on. What was their name again? What was your name again? Right? Like, I understand we got to ask people their names a couple times because my memory is horrible. I say it's as long as something else, but we're not going to get there because this is a family-friendly podcast. But my point is, is like there's a lot of different things that go into presenting. And, and 
I, I hit briefly on the slide deck talking like you've got to have, you know, less colorful, make it, make it not too much, make it not too little, make it stand out, hit your key points. Don't read your slides. That's like one of the worst things that you can do is just sit there and read your slides. If you have a script, don't, don't like, don't plan on sticking a hundred percent to the script. Be okay with deviating from it, but make it good, make it happen, make it roll. And, and get to where if you've got a script that is memorized, that you can go through it and that you're okay if something happens, you can just skip it and it's not a big deal. You're not going to be like, oh, oh, jeez. Oh, I missed this. Oh, no. Yeah, there's a wrench in my plan. Oh, no, this didn't go quite right. Oh, because then everybody's going to know. Guys, guys, goodness. What do you think? Was today worth it? Like, I, I watched some people do these presentations and, and yesterday, um, there's that word. Yesterday, when I was in Denver, it, we got to see like four or five presenters, okay? And it was good. The worst one was probably the one who'd been doing it the longest because his passion had disappeared. You couldn't feel his passion. It wasn't there. And, and I can tell you that I struggle getting up to pitch my business. Not because, not because I don't love my business. Not because I know that it's not the best thing in the world. It's not the best thing since I spread because it is. I know. The Eclipse DOT, when it comes to DOT compliance and consulting and what we can do and how we get it done and the size of team we have to make it happen, we are the best in the industry for that. I know that. My problem with pitching my businesses and where I struggle is that I know we're awesome, but now I'm being judged on how awesome we are. And they're judging me on crap that they I don't, I don't even know what's going through their mind. And that's tough for me. And that's what happens to every presenter. So the five keys to presenting, are you ready? Actually, maybe we'll do seven. I'll see if I can remember all seven of them. Okay, so the first one is energy. You gotta have the right energy. The second one is confidence, okay? Okay, so energy, confidence. Get rid of the word um. Don't have too many words on your presentation. If you're doing PowerPoints, pre-frame, pre-frame, pre-frame. That's like six things, get them ready, right? Pre-frame it for whatever you're gonna present on. Have somebody pre-framing. Okay, get them ready. Get them excited. Don't get mundane or lame or, or what do they call that when you do something over and over and over and over again? Complacent. Prepare. That's the seven things. Prepare. Okay? Make sure you're prepared. Be ready for it. Don't show up and and not have anything ready don't show up without ever going through the slide deck don't show up without knowing what you're going to talk on or you don't show up to a black black tie event and what i wear every day <laughs> that's why i don't get invited to black tie events because they're like dan you're like never out of a t-shirt i always see you in a quarter zip it's like july and you're wearing a quarter zip what the heck is going on that's me that's what i am that's what i wear i was kind of curious i was thinking about this for this presentation i gotta go do in a couple weeks and it's like hmm what should I wear? I'm going to wear tissues, jeans. I think I am going to wear a button-up shirt. And then I'm going to wear my Dot Docs vest that I take my pictures in. Something like that. That is like my black suit crap. <laughs> I, I, I've got some suit coats. I, wore, I used to wear them when I traveled for this company. I'd throw on a sport coat and made me feel really good. But then I was like, eh, well, this isn't really me. And I'd still wear them. Like if somebody wants me to wear them. But like they don't have my logo on them. It's not branded. I like I like being branded, man. I love I love like sharing my brand. It's everywhere. It's like, man, look at it. You're like you look at my life. It's gonna be really hard to not find something branded in my life right now. That's how in love I am with our company. So 
Anyways, hope you guys enjoyed this. If you did like it, subscribe. Share this episode with somebody else because that's how you learned about it. Somebody probably told you about it. Either you learned about it from one of my messages, you learned about it from me sharing, or somebody else shared with you. You're like, man, you should check out this podcast. So share it. And I'm telling you, it's just going to get better because when I first started, I sucked. And now I suck a little bit less. And in a year, I'm going to suck even less. And in two years, I'm going to suck even less. And eventually, I'll get to where I suck so little, I might actually be okay at this. All right? So if you liked it, like it, subscribe, share. And then here's the other thing. If you didn't like it, what are you doing? Don't waste your time. You should have shut this off a long time ago if you didn't like this. So hope you all have a great day. And guess what? Chat with you.